Hello, welcome back to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love that nobody else does. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. <laughs> Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action and adventure. <laughs> we take turns selecting from our movie genres, movies that in our opinions have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list. Well, maybe this one. <laughs> we want to see if you give us from the second some chance. kind of list. I'll tell you that, motherfucker. <laughs> so today's pick on the podcast is Carly's pick. I went with Flashdance, and we're all grateful. That's one of my eighty-three. Nineteen eighty-three. When we watched Footloose, I was like, "This just makes me want to watch Flashdance." So then I said, "Fuck it." <laughs> now. I'm very curious about this. Have you seen this movie? How like, many times, times have... Really? Yeah. How long has it been since you saw Flashdance? Oh, it's been at least 20 years. <laughs> at least. So let's say you saw it maybe 30 times, but it was when but you it were was 18. Before I was mm-hmm. 15, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that math checks out. Okay. <laughs> Do you still like it? Oh, let's get to that. We'll wait and find out. I'm we'll just very that. curious. So, let's see. This movie was written by Thomas Headley Jr., who also write, wrote Fighting Back. He didn't really have credits that I heard of. <laughs> <laughs> it was also written by Joe S. Thurhaas, who oh. also wrote Showgirls Ooh, mm-hmm. and Basic Instinct. All right. Apparently... <laughs> He wanted this to be a little bit more risque. That was one of the things that was in the he trivia. Just kick it, so it was like showgirls. And so Basic then, instinct, my ass. Somebody else wrote. No, like he that. he wrote. There was two. He wrote the one scene in where she was getting interrogated. Yeah. Oh, I want to. Oh, and indecent proposal also. He was credited as a writer on indecent oh. proposal. He's a little sleazy, isn't he? So Perhaps. he is a little mm-hmm. bit. Oh, he's, there she is. He's sorry, directed by Adrian Lynn, who also directed. Indecent Proposal, Fatal Attraction, <laughs> in nine and a half weeks. Wow. <laughs> Some horny motherfuckers right this <laughs> oh, so, no, so why did he just go ahead and say, fuck it, and do porn? <laughs> Soul writer, okay. Because Basic Instinct, for whatever else it was, was a pretty good movie, besides all the, you know. Did he write the sequel? I don't. I didn't see. I didn't watch that. What was that? Intermediate Instinct. <laughs> there was a Basic Instinct too. Why would basic anybody know that? Remediation. <laughs> okay, Basic Instinct is a great movie. I I have no problem with that. But it didn't need a sequel. And why would anyone seek one out? You know what? Sometimes the sequel is better than the original. More stink. Intermediate I- Instinct. More stink. <laughs> you know what? They I'm... talked about a sequel to this, but it never panned out. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> Flashdance 2. We are starring Jennifer Beals from The L Word, Flash The Book Dancer. of Eli. Tony was like, did she ever do anything else? I was like, yes, she has a lot of... She I, has I just a missed, lot of acting credits, but, but they're all I've tiny little things or things I yeah, hadn't seen. She, this was her shot at fame, and I guess... Well, not the movie Fame. I was going to say, that's a different movie. She wasn't so. in Fame. She was in Flashdance. Right. But this was her, fame might be a good This movie. was supposed to be her breakout role, and she didn't break. Well. And it also has Michael Nori. Welcome back to the podcast from 61. Yep. He also, Joe interestingly, D. voiced Boulder in 1986's GoBots Battle of the Rock Lords. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Wow. Because you know what? Nobody likes GoBots. 
And they really this don't guy. like the rock lords. You know what the rock lords are? No, because They're, no one watches GoBots. Right. Well, these want, guys are not as cool as GoBots. Uh-huh. Because they transform into rocks. So this is the one thing that's less cool than GoBots? Well, to be fair, depending on the terrain, that may be a better way to hide than like an F-14 on, you know... Yeah. But okay. if you're at a like, Navy base and turn into a giant I rock, they're judge like, anybody what is that giant rock? <laughs> but Tony might want to keep that to himself. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're picking something to turn into, it's not going to be oh a big God, rock. That's like ultra-level uh, nerd knowledge right Tony there. Tony was calling him Jerry, or what was you calling him, Barry Dandridge? Oh, Barry Dandridge, yeah. Yeah, Jerry Dandridge's stunt double. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's been in a lot of TV like, I recognize him as a character actor, and I also did recognize him as Joe DiMaggio in 61. Well, this role of Nick, Kevin Costner auditioned for it, mm-hmm. and Gene Simmons and Al Pacino were offered it and turned it down. Gene Simmons <laughs> from Kiss? Yes. Yeah, he thought it would ruin his image, so he turned it down. <laughs> Al Pacino also turned it down because he didn't want it to ruin his image. <laughs> well, Al Pacino did a little movie in 1983 called Scarface, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. which was a box office bomb that has later become everybody's favorite movie. It's not my and favorite this movie. Was the it's not mine either. <laughs> like, oh, Scarface is my favorite movie. It's the best movie ever. I'm like, actually, it's not very good. People hate it when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was a- Rightly so. We also have what movie? Scarface. Don oh. Brockett is yeah, Pete. Scarface. He is the boss that knows her social security number. Creeper? I, yeah. I wrote Why would down. you know that? Because he is the friendly psychopath in Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. and then he was Which in 135 cool. episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Who and I just thought that was funny. <laughs> that. that he was in <laughs> Silence of the like Lambs, this movie, <laughs> and, and then 135 oh, episodes of Mr. Rogers. I bet he's the old Rogers. guy that's like, hi. Yeah, that's all he does. <laughs> Hello, Clary. Not um, I want to watch that now. Okay. Okay. We have you Johnny can. C. played by Lee Ving. Welcome back to the podcast from Streets of Fire. Get out we of have here. Ron Caravazzo. Welcome back to the podcast. He's the owner of Mobby's Bar. Mm-hmm. He was in My Blue Heaven. Which we and watched recently because the, the internet went out. Cecil is played by Malcolm in the middle. Danair, and he was in Godzilla 98. Oh, so welcome back to the podcast. Oh, Not a lot of people in this movie. The actress now, that plays Jeannie passed away when she was 30 of a brain aneurysm, like a year after this movie came out. The only person Jesus. I recognized in this movie, other than the main two Penny characters, is Penny from Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where she was from. Because <laughs> I was watching, I was like, this chick looks like familiar, but not but something I know a lot of. But also a good dancer. Yeah. But I, my Very talented sister dancer. made me watch she a lot of... She did some cool shit, and I was like, wow, that's impressive. That movie, yeah. Yeah. I have... Apparently, Your thoughts? I have some questions about this <laughs> style of thoughts. dancing. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of... Tony doesn't normally write that many notes for someone else. He so, doesn't write that many notes for his own episode. I don't want to steal his thing, but it says Girls Rocky with a question mark. Yeah, this is Rocky for Girls. Is that what? what it's supposed to be? Yeah. Who said that? That's Me. Apparently, Tony's hypothesis. All right. Or theory. I can see that. <laughs> it's very like similarly shot. When did Rocky come out? 76. Oh, it's, it's way Do we have reviews? Like, I need, I need like to hear what people think about this. Okay. this because I need to tell everyone what I think about this. So All I right. need to know what they so think. So Rocky would have been very big. Okay. So I, just, shh, I want to hear the reviews. Might have had a Rocky. I hope she picks some good ones. Thing to try to, that's a good... You know what? Never thought of that. 
All right. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. No, we're still talking about Rocky. Anytime it's a good time to talk about Rocky. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it has a 39 meta score, a 6.2 on IMDb, a 39 tomato meter, and a 61 audience score. Budget was 7.5 million. Worldwide gross was 92.9 million. So how did she not become a thing? I think she did become a thing. She just isn't a good actress. No, no. She would have been a thing if she was in more movies. I think she she was in movies. No, no, she would have starred in more movies, dear. Oh, she was given movies, but they all were terrible. <laughs> all right. Why are you getting so, mad at me? Just sit down and get your Cloud Rider 4811. Mm-hmm. We gave it a 10 out of 10. It said movie defining. I'm sorry, say 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I just want to make sure I heard you right. <laughs> Did they he watch the whole writer. thing and not just clips? Mm-hmm. Movie defining the 80s. Mm, no. Flashdance was a movie that defined the 80s. As Top Gun ended long hair and made beach volleyball popular, Flashdance defined and created a movement for modern dance, clothes, loft living, movie lighting, and torn clothes style jeans. That is true. People wonder where the style changes come from. Well, they come from movies like this one. Um, the movie had a kind of vibe that let you know to follow your dream and enjoy your life, love, and most of all, dance. It added the love of the elders mixed with the life of the young. It made working in a steel mill cool and showed no class distinction in rich or the working poor. That is, love is love. Movies change lives, and this movie defined a decade and changed lives. I have to argue there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know the... So I agree with the fashion and dance movements, like a hundred percent. And in fact, that ripped sweatshirt thing oh, with yeah. the neck cut out, that became huge after this. Yeah, that was a fashion trend. Hundred percent. But yes, lame is three. I argue there's no actual love in this movie. So that <laughs> yeah, that relationship didn't work out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. Hundo P. Because Elaine has lots of thoughts about that Because in four years, she's 22 and he's 40. Yeah. <laughs> oh, On the other hand, Hal Ragland gave it a 1 out of 10 and said, mm-hmm. a 94-minute music video. Mm-hmm. I give well, Flashdance a lowest rating of 1 out of 10 because it is nothing more than a series of music videos with a movie short surrounding the videos in order to clock it in as a feature-length film. Since when does that count as film? Jennifer Beals plays Alex, an aspiring 18-year-old dancer who incomprehensibly has a job as a welder in, P- in a Pittsburgh steel Hard factory. Hard agree. <laughs> this is based on a true story. No, it's not. Loosely. No, it's not. Loosely. Um, not a line of work that most 18-year-old girls find themselves in. No. Meanwhile, <laughs> at night, she works as an exotic dancer who never actually takes off her clothes. Well, in a greasy spoon bar... Yet looking at the well-choreographed and well-polished dance routines the girls do every night at Mobby's, you would think that they were working at the best casino on the Vegas Strip. <laughs> yeah. That one goes on and on and on. But, I wonder how okay. that guy feels about Sweeney Todd. I, that's basically a two-hour like music I'm video. just going to bring it up now. Because first of all, I feel like it's not adequately explained about how old she involved. actually is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because I read the blurb that said that she was 18. And I was like, well, and then I watched the movie. I'm like, everything that she does makes sense from the point of view that she's 18. But I feel like the plot of the movie doesn't really give us that information. Mm-hmm. They do say in the movie she's 18. I don't remember that. They do say in the movie she's 18. Her, the Hannah lady does say, you're 18 years old. Now is the time. But and also, when I was your age. it's a little confusing because in the trivia it said that the information she puts on the application is Jennifer Beale's real birthday and her parents' names and stuff. And it says 63, 
Which would mean she was 20, the actress. <laughs> I don't think it was her real birth year. Because they said she was 18 when she filmed this. Yeah, so... I, I thought that was a little confusing. Because it came out in 83. Won an Oscar for Best Original Song, What a Feeling. Yep. Um, also, Maniac was nominated. It was also written for this movie. But to be a welder... That's a high-paid position. At best, she would be an, an apprentice, apprentice welder. Yeah. So you're not probably doing... At least a few years. Yeah. Yes. So you can't be more than an apprentice welder. And this can only be, like, on the job, maybe one year max. Maybe you graduated early. Maybe, maybe you started she, your apprenticeship you at 17. She might have grew up welding. But... Her granddaddy was a master welder. And but I feel like, like she should be doing a be lot more... I feel like we don't get any... Um, Scenes Set of her up. doing like dirty jobs at the welding plant, which is what your apprentices do. Yeah, it's not carrying shit and dragging. Also, no, she's always just welding. They set it up she as if. Also, why isn't her hair pulled back? Yeah. You're welding. You're a fire uh, problem. Also, this, this why is the 80s? How much aquanet <laughs> you think's in her hair? Also, why? How does she live in uh, Blades Hideout? <laughs> she lives in a converted warehouse. That's awesome, but well, it's but Blades this Hideout. I'm in, for Whistler this was to be back in the 80s, so it, that was Small probably considered the shittiest neighborhood that. possible. You know, probably. like I, it's not like today. And is there a shower here? Do we have a sink and kitchen? Yeah. At okay. one point, we see her in the bathroom. It's it's like a converted. open bathroom. Okay. Open. No, it's Big like this is bathroom. my living room. That's my bed, and the toilet is right there. <laughs> there are no walls. It's practically, it's like two, st- it's like one step up from the apartment that they were squatting in, in the, the boondocks. The, boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> the broken toilet. It's just got many floors, and she's the yes. only one there. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. It's cool as shit. I mean. Yeah, but this was 80, so yeah, it wasn't cool. It though. really wasn't, yeah. But they kind of established that at least she has a good relationship with her dad. She tells the story about him, but but it's but, kind of strange that we don't hear anything else about her family or her, are her parents dead? Her Did history? I miss that too when they I was on my phone? Because we see Jeannie's parents, and at first I thought they were sisters, but she just didn't look like them. And I'm like, no, but they're not sisters; they're, not. they're friends. Yeah. So where's her parents? She it's didn't very grow up in Pittsburgh. Did you run away? To Pittsburgh to become a <laughs> welder. <laughs> Everybody knows if you're gonna break, break out in dancing, you go to Pittsburgh. And apparently, it's called yeah. flash dance because that style of dancing that they do at Mobby's is flash dance, which is an actual dance style that was semi pseudo popular in dance communities. Mm-hmm. So she's not an exotic dancer. She's like a dance performer mm-hmm. of modern dance. So she's a flash dancer. But it's like not a drag queen without the this drag is queen. like she's a maniac. It was based on, on it was loosely based on a stripper like turn, on a well on a woman who was a welder and a stripper at night, like an actual mm-hmm. stripper. And she she's a maniac. Would, and she did not want maniac. to be associated with the film. And they paid and she requested a certain amount of money to, so that her name would not be associated with the film. And they paid her that. It was and less than $3,000. Yeah. And then the movie made $93 million. Yeah. So she made a mistake. <laughs> no, and the best part of that, people are like, you should pay her more money. Like, nope, she made a deal. She did not she want to be. want to be associated with it. I know, but that's the cry. It's like, you deserve, she deserves more. It's like, well, if that movie flopped, they wouldn't have took money from her. Well, the studio you know, didn't cut believe her it better was going to work out. They sold 25% of the rights two weeks before it came out. Also, the original cut was two hours and 20 minutes long. Thank God Good they cut Lord. it. <laughs> 
There Good might have Lord. been Actually, a lot more story in that There could movie. have been a plot on that cutting room floor, because there definitely wasn't much of one oh, well. that made it onto the screen. All right, so the movie opens with Alex, our main character, biking through the streets of Pittsburgh. She's a welder on her way to work. <laughs> sure she is. <laughs> that day at the job site, a surprise visit is paid by the owner of the company, Nick. The foreman, Pete, takes mm-hmm. Nick out for a drink after work at a club with dancers. Alex dances here, and Nick is taken with her. Is this a sexy dance? <laughs> I need everyone's opinion. I already got John's, and it was a hard no. Tony, Carly. <laughs> oh, Tony, share your thoughts is on this Is this a dance. sexy dance? Which one is this? This is the, the first with one. The water. Oh. Well, my, my, my note is, who wants to get wet at a bar? Ew. <laughs> This is one of those famous scenes that is parodied multiple times, like the opening of Deadpool Tool. Tool two, he gets showered with bullets in the same yeah. kind of thing. Which is fine, but you set it up like Gallagher, where people have trash bags and there's like some kind of means to catch it. This just splashes everyone like yeah. they're at fucking Sea World. Like, <laughs> this is gross. And I don't then, want a sweaty stripper sweat on me. From three like miles away, they have glitters in that and sweaty so stripper flip, sweat after, floor. After she's wet and she's dancing in the red teddy. Uh-huh. Okay, she keeps smiling like she's having the best time of her life. Now I get it; you're giving a performance, but that is not the face. Like you're not like <laughs> like she's smiling like she is having the time of her life. No, that was you're dirty not. Dancing. You're not having the time <laughs> of your life. This is work, and yes, you're dancing, but it feels like it should call for slightly less than what she's doing <laughs> plus you're wet in a teddy it's probably cold you got a 10 i can use you at about a two <laughs> all right use anything at this i was like this is supposed to be sexy because mm-hmm. how much does she spend on full gl- full body glitter there's oh, a lot of it we'll get to that I think in the, in the, the manhunt scene in the manhunt one we gotta talk yeah. about all that glitter <laughs> she's still got glitter she had glitter when she did dirty dancing <laughs> um, <laughs> But the water part of this is what you think of, and yeah. I could see how that would be sexy because it kind of, you know, simulates being covered in cum. I, I kind of get that. It's fine. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of that dance. But when you see that it's on a stage, sexy. a foot away from people, it's not as sexy. I thought it was like when I remembered it, I was like the scene. I'm remembering it like way back, and there's like stuff set up, and it's like a. You know, no, this is just on a stage like, you know, you're at a movie or something. I don't think I have like, ever actually everyone. seen this. I hadn't seen it either. I've seen parts of it. I've seen parts. I thought I'd yeah. seen it, but was like, I don't but remember this. I don't know. My goodness. Now, I, I may have seen this a long time ago and just forgotten, yeah. but I only remember the iconic dance sequences. Yeah. And I was surprised how short they all were because well, I thought they were all much longer sequences. There's also not a lot of plot here. No. no. Like, there's a lot of this movie that I'm kind of like, what is this scene for? I mean, this could be like, what was that movie? The Fan that I just can't remember anything of? The Fan? No. no. The Last the Boy, Boy Scout. Scout. Oh. Yeah. That I just, I can't even remember what it's called. Those are just too convoluted. That's what Shane Black does. <laughs> but. Touch me again, I'll kill you. Oh, you're like, man. You're, this movie's about what now? <laughs> oh my God, you fucking killed him. Told you. <laughs> All right. Well, the foreman reveals that uh, Alex works for him. He says, surf's up, pal. He yeah, he's like, I want her number. Saying her social security number. Now, 
creeper. Why does he have her social security number well, for memorized? For work purposes. Work, memorized? I don't know. Yeah. Like, this is probably on her W-2 or when she yeah. first yeah. got he there. He might be the accountant or whatever, but the now, fact that he remembers it is gross unless he's some kind of weird stuff. Now, if he comes here a lot and he's her direct boss, he's going to recognize her. Yeah. yeah. So he knows where she works. It's fu- I get that he recognizes her, that he tells Nick that she works for him. Why would you memorize her social security yeah. number? It is the first of many creepy things that happen to Alex. <laughs> now, if you want to give him a quirk and say, it's just a thing, Bobby. I remember his is 264 and hers is... Yeah. That's fine. But it doesn't and, come up and it doesn't matter. And Nick doesn't question it either. Yeah. I need... Why do you know her social security yeah. number? Now, I will say... What I remember of the 80s, people were not as protective of them as they are now. (laughs) It's still creepy. I remember my mom just rattling off all of ours over the phone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's still creepy, but I would, it'd be like, why would, it'd be like, uh, you remember her address or phone number. Mm -hmm. That would be creepy. I used to know my kids' social security numbers. I don't anymore. I've jettisoned that information. I, for some reason, know your address. (laughs) I don't know yours. And it's not... I know where you because live. Because I come here all the time. <laughs> because I don't read your address when I come to your house. I just... It's one of those numbers that just stuck in my brain. <laughs> I still know Jenny and Stacy's phone number from when we were kids. I don't know, but mm-hmm. Stacy's mom's got it going on. Mrs. Eldridge? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. She's all at one. I waited for so long. All right. In She's the nice kitchen, lady. Richie tells bad jokes while cooking. He wants to open up a comedy show in L.A. Yeah, keep flipping the hamburgers. All these jokes seem to be... Terrible? Well, yes. And a lot of them are like Polish jokes. Yeah. Yes. Which are also extra awful. Yeah. Uh, I think the, what I'm guessing is there was probably a big Polish community in that part of town. That's why those jokes would have hit. Maybe. I don't know much about Pittsburgh. Because if there's not, then they just land flat. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Then you have no frame of reference. I don't know about much that's going on up there. Up there? Mm-hmm. Where? Up there. Up there. Mm-hmm. That's all, all right. I know about Pittsburgh. The next Wish day, Nick introduces himself to Alex and tells her he saw her dance last night. She's looking at a Vogue magazine that may be in French, uh, but she says she just likes the pictures. And he says his ex-wife read Vogue. He asks her what a dancer is doing working as a welder, and she says a girl has to pay the bills, and then they both get back to work. Which... Like, dude, obviously this is my real job and I just do that for fun. Yes. So I don't kill myself from welding at 19. With my hair down. Yeah. She's a maniac. to her dog, Grunt, at the warehouse. That she never sees. So she lives in a warehouse with a dog Uh and works during the day as a welder and then goes and is a flash dancer at night. When did she see this dog? I looked up this dog to see a bit of other acting roles and I couldn't Google the correct thing to see it like it would tell me about him the dog from Flashdance, but it wouldn't let me see if he had other you don't want to check dogs the dog's imdb he didn't have the an IMDb. imdb he didn't have an it IMDb. was a good dog it was a very good dog <laughs> he did a good job loved his mom works real hard he's a single dog works real hard loves his mom never stops it, but it seems like also the dog spends a lot of time roaming the neighborhood because yeah. nick is with the dog more than once, and he does not have a key to her yeah, place, or he wouldn't be waiting outside in the rain for her to come home with the dog. Yeah, it's really weird how he just kind of has her dog sometimes, and you're like, okay. And when she gets home, she asks him if he got laid today. It's like, yeah. that's not okay. You just have your dog out. Some people are like that. Stray though. dogs well, everywhere. She might <laughs> just have adopted a stray dog. Yeah, maybe. 
So maybe it's not really her dog. It just kind of hangs just out. Just a stray dog that sleeps with she her at night or something. Take her, take her mm-hmm. leave him because she's a single lady living in a rough part of the neighborhood in a big warehouse, mm-hmm. having a big just ass a small dog town around. Dog. Probably ain't too bad. <laughs> she watches some ballet and imitates the dancers. And then we cut to a practicing dance montage set to the song Maniac. Um, next, she goes to audition for a dance company, but has imposter syndrome and rushes out before taking an application and goes to work. This is when she runs into Nick again on an elevator. She pulls down the gate as he tries to get in and hits him in the head. <laughs> and then he asks her out to lunch, and she's like, nope. And he asks her out to dinner, and she says, nope. I don't have dinner with the boss. Doesn't seem like a good idea. And, okay, this is something that, and in today, he would leave her alone. Yeah. Because she Mm -hmm. made it very clear that she was not interested in dating him or what he had to offer. And this is one of those things that makes me go, it was the 80s. Because (laughs) everything about this is creepy and gross and leave her alone. Mm -hmm. So 50 no's and a yes is a yes. Well, he obviously does not understand no. Yeah, well, so, see, back then, women played hard to get. Nope. That's what they said. Nope. <laughs> so was chlorophyll. Was it, was it Rodney Dangerfield or Andrew Dice Clay that said, some people play hard to get. I play hard to want. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was Andrew Dice Clay, I think. Yeah, After I don't see Rodney, that's not a Rodney Dangerfieldism. Because he got no respect. No. No. She goes to visit Hannah, who took her to see the dance company when she was younger, and fully supports her dream of being a dancer. She tells Hannah that... She was going to go audition, but she ran out of time. And Hannah says she's 18, and now is the time. They will never allow her to join if she doesn't apply. Which she's correct. Yeah. She goes to confession and tells the priest that she's been thinking a lot about sex lately. And also, she told a lie to make an old lady happy. (laughs) I feel like I don't need any of these confession scenes. I I was going to say the same, especially the last one, because... He doesn't comfort her. He doesn't no, he help doesn't, her. She just cries. He doesn't... Like, I would rather... If you want to talk about this, talk to your dog. That would have made more sense. <laughs> There's no reason to have her or, go to confession. The priest doesn't do anything. Or have the priest give you advice or, or be a cool priest and talk to you about it. Yeah. But the priest doesn't say anything. Yeah. Or like, do anything. It's, it's... It's a one-sided conversation with a priest. What's the point? I feel like, are there... Is there priest advice that's on the cutting room floor in this two-hour edit or whatever? But I feel like you could have maybe put in some more work-welding stuff and cut out this priest. Or maybe put in some things that make you, Alex and Nick, look like they have any type of relationship. We'll get there. (laughs) The only thing this visit to the priest told me was that She's she does. She might be thinking about Nick. <laughs> yeah, that, that she way. does actually have sexual feelings for her boss. <laughs> but, but she's she, trying but to she be smart. She could have said that, you know, Father, I'm I'm thinking about this guy, but it's not an appropriate relationship or something. You know what I mean? Like, and she, he'd be like, Well, you know, Father, is it okay if I date my boss? Yeah, he's like, Well, you know, we could say something. Yeah. Well, she and Jeannie go down to the laundromat together. Jeannie talks about how her dad is breathing down her neck about Richie. Saying he's no good for her and he will never propose. And uh, Me and her dad agree. (laughs) When they go back to the car, they are outside of... What is this bar called? It starts with Some kind of strip bar. Stripper club. 
and uh, Johnny C, it's his place, and he wants them to come in and so he can show them the upgrades he's done because this is where they're going to call him. It's all nude all the time, which it's not because when we come back here later, they're not all nude. Some Many of them of are them there. are in underpants. <laughs> yes. Maybe they will, but some of them are all nude, mm-hmm. so... Maybe they hadn't level of undress. Maybe they hadn't taken it. Maybe only the main stages where the nude girl goes. Maybe you got to have some place to put those dollar bills. You can't just (laughs) stuff it up somebody's butt. Somebody stuck one on the lady's butt. It fell right off. I know. Sorry. (laughs) And I felt bad. She just kept on walking. And she and I said to John, "I would have picked that up." (laughs) You can still be nude and just have like a little strings or something, something for people to put money. I guess because otherwise, what the hell are you gonna do? They needed a fanny pack (laughs) (laughs) that said tips, (laughs) and we mean dollars, not penises. Oh wow. Little envelope, like a little. They needed like a little, um, a garter, double, just one garter, uh-huh. one garter on your thigh for them yeah. to put money on. Because you, then your whole business could be hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they kind of make faces. They don't care for Johnny. They think he's kind of gross. No, they're right. They're not gonna work at his bar. <laughs> sure, they're not. A group of dancers from the bar work out together until they drop. Okay, what is this? <laughs> John goes, where's this gym? <coughs> it's really well, well lit. It's weird. Also, they seem to have a private room with all the equipment they could possibly need and floor space for practicing dance. So, you know, nowadays girls are like, girls need to have their own gym. Well, this is what happens if girls have their own gym. It's weird. I mean, it's there's weird. Nothing wrong with it. It's a little weird, but whatever. <laughs> there's a women's I mean, only gym near the apartment Aaron and I used to live in. And I looked into joining it at one point because it was literally right across the street. <laughs> but it was very expensive. I was like, I'm not paying that much to go to the gym. <laughs> well, but because I guess you have to up the prices if you cut out half of the population. Yeah. And the majority, well, and... I mean, I know women are the majority in the world, but I don't think they're enough to support a gym if you won't let dudes in there. And you got to think about people who can afford and have the time to go to the gym are not necessarily women because a lot of the people that want to work out are mothers who have small children. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they would be able to do that because isn't that um, discriminating against someone based on their sex? You can't go in there because you're a guy? I I don't know. That's, these are murky really waters that I don't go into. Work with it with women. Apparently. But women are the majority. I know, but I see it all the time. Women only. Women only. But like I, if there was a place called dudes only, women would be appalled, and it would be you can't do that because you're it's against all kinds of human oh rights violations. I don't think it is against to have a private I don't know, club man. that you can join. I now mean, I can't just gentlemen clubs have been a thing. Oh, no, women are allowed, women are encouraged to be there, and and they usually drink for free. But I can't discriminate, like, for hiring purposes, but that doesn't mean I can't have a private business that only caters to a select group. I can see if it was, like, a, like, a social club, then you're just, it's different, like a a golf club. I feel like that falls under the same guidelines as those people that don't want to make homosexual cakes, Mm -hmm. but if you don't, like, I can't deny you that. Unless I've clearly stated that I will not serve such and such people, I feel like I feel like it's not against the law to cater to only one. Well, I'm sure before they opened it, they had all kinds of people look into it. I'm sure. It's like haircuts for men. It was outside of my. Yes, women are allowed to get their haircut there. 
<laughs> Maybe men are allowed to join that gym. Ah, they it's just one of those low-key things. Nice. <laughs> okay. They just have to be vouched for by three women plus two gay men. <laughs> they, what if you're a gay man? What if you identify as a woman? Maybe that's how they get around it. They have well, I just have questions about this. Who are tech- I, this is not something that I, I... It never even says that it's women's only. Actually, as they walk in, yeah, yeah. They, uh, one of them drops something and somebody smacks her butt <laughs> as they're leaving. But uh, I don't know. There just is a women's only gym near where I used I'm going to go and I have questions for them. Why? Because okay. I'm curious. How does this affect you? It doesn't. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm not going to cause a stink. I'm not going to bring a camera and record the whole thing. Just like, hey, just, I just have some questions. Okay. I feel like that's stink. Um, it's not stink. It's a stink. I got a couple questions. Say, hey, no matter, no, no matter what you say, I'm not going to get mad and make a fucking scene. You ain't calling nobody. I don't care. I'm curious. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just like, one of those things uh, that a girl goes through? No. No. <laughs> No, but there are some things where when you, if you start to ask, even if you're only curious, it comes off a certain way. <laughs> so like, for instance, I used to live where, right by where the interstate is on Independence. And mm-hmm. I would either have to get in line to wait for the interstate, even right. though I wasn't taking it, or I would have to cross two lanes of traffic to turn onto my street. And I was like... Which one would the cops recommend that I do? And if I were to get pulled over and ask them that, they would assume that I was arguing with them. Meanwhile, I just want to know because that line is two miles long and I'm not getting on the highway. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? I'm of the contention where I would rather that you build bridges instead of being ignorant. But you, you know, know so you're walk around with, that it wouldn't have gone over well. But you don't <laughs> know. You sometimes things just that, don't go over well. That cop may have been very <laughs> understanding if it came from, from a place of love and understanding. This is my thing. I mean, I'm, I don't like the fact that it's, well, you shouldn't ask those questions. You might Someone might take it wrong. Well, how do you, you know, bridge gaps? You build lines of communication. I'm not saying you can't call this gym up that li- that's by Carly's house and ask him a bunch of questions. But I'm going to tell you that they probably get questions all the time by people who are hostile and are trying to cause a stink. And your questions will be no different than those questions. <laughs> and they won't treat you any different than they will that other guy. And they might get because, on the defensive immediately, and I understand that. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not like a thing, a cultural thing you're trying to understand. It's a place that costs way more expensive than any other gym that only wants women to go there because they think that men are looking at them at the gym. Good. We want all those women to go there because they make the regular gym annoying for every man and woman that is there. So this is a win-win and you should just let it be. I was watching these things of like uh, the gym dudes. So when these influencers come up with their cameras and put them up, they yeah, like put bags that. over their heads and stuff. Or they'll get there, they'll walk away or turn around or just walk around with their hands up and it's pretty funny because it seems mm-hmm. like the girls are trying to set them up by getting right in front of them yeah. and doing deadlifts. I saw the one where the girl complained on the guy and uh, called the guy over and said he was staring at her the whole time. He's like, I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> like, it says on my ID, I can't see this far. And he had like his hand a couple inches in front of me. So I wasn't staring at your ass. I can't even see you. <laughs> it's like, how does that make you feel? Yeah. You want everyone to stare at you. Good. Go to the girls only gym. <laughs> so no one make us think about that and maybe they'll all go there Chef so, Carpentational they got anyways that's, that's what you should do you should have a business that's card what, for a girls you know, only gym so when a girl says something to you you're not allowed to talk then you just give them your business 
This is for a girls only. I think you'd be more comfortable. <laughs> That's just kind of like, hey, you can't have this because this is my cultural food. Nobody says that. People say that. There was a whole thing about bubble tea or bubba tea. White people making tacos and yeah, all kinds. There's a bunch of them. Tacos aren't Mexican, though. I know. It doesn't matter. They don't make tacos. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they do. They're just completely different. Yeah. All right, well. I watched a travel guy. He went down to Mexico and got tacos. Yeah. He's like, these are the best tacos ever. Nothing like you get in the States. Because yeah. no. they're not tacos. Because tacos right. is an American thing. They don't call them tacos in Mexico. No, they call them tacos. They were called tacos. They didn't look like tacos. Jeannie and Alex hang out and watch street performers dance and have fun with a crossing guard who was a real crossing guard in Pittsburgh and known for his way of orchestrating traffic. For like 30 years. That dude was owning that fucking mm-hmm. corner. Yep. <laughs> I would drive around in traffic just to see that dude do his thing. <laughs> like, didn't I just see you? I know, but you're so good. <laughs> they go to dinner at Jeannie's house with her parents. Her dad gives them crap about how they eat like pigs. Asks how the diet is going. And then asks if Richie is going to be at the rink later when they go practice. You would think that they would have to eat a lot of calories. You're a welder and a dancer. I, I feel like I she's got to be fucking pounding Snickers bars. <laughs> But he seems to be making talking bike as transportation. (laughs) But he doesn't seem to really be talking to her so much as he's talking to Jeannie, who is a figure skater. Could we get more information about this? Mm. When we go to the rink, is this a a competition? Is this a trial? What's happening here? Yeah. (laughs) Could I get some plot? I'm begging you. Yeah, because she does say that was her chance. That was her one chance. So is it for like? Is it for, like, a traveling yeah. show, like Disney on Ice or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they do go to the rink so that um, Jeannie can practice to get on the ice show. And uh, her dad does not seem to believe that she's going to do it and that he thinks she's wasting her time and money. And her mom seems to be like, whatever, let her do it. She falls on her ass, she'll be fine. <laughs> well, I would be concerned if I was paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for my daughter to try to ice skate, and I don't think she's going to succeed. He's not very nice about it, but again, it was the 80s. It was the 80s. Where you were, you didn't really... <laughs> well, you can see, because my, my first instinct is, we'll get to it, but my first instinct is to hate this guy too, but it's like maybe... He wants her to do something with her life, and all she's talking about is skating, 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 and he's got to pay money for her to go skating, and it's this one shot in a million, and she's right. dieting and yeah. dieting and dieting. And, and it's like, and why are you dieting? Is, you weigh 120 pounds. No, I need to. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. Oh, so how's your diet going? As a parent, you're going to want what's best for your kid, yeah. and being a professional dancer, professional skater, you have a one in, like, a gajillion Tough chance of, hit, of making it. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. And then even if you are a professional skater, you have even less chance of making good money doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's really a bad idea for you to get into skating because there's no money in it. I want you to succeed in life, kid. Well, I don't have any problem with the way that he's talking to her. Right. At all. On any way. <coughs> but I just... Could I get some more background about this yeah. ice skating? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. They show us the ice skating, but we don't get like, what is she skating for? Is this some kind of audition, or is it like nationals or regionals, or is this her shot at the yeah. Olympic team? Could yeah. I get some? Yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking when I saw her skating, Toe Pick. Mm-hmm. A better movie about ice skating. A better movie about ice skating. Toe Pick. Yeah, it's, it's from, from uh, 
cutting edge. edge. Yeah. You never saw the cutting edge? No. Oh, it's the best uh, ice skating movie ever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a, that's a tall order. <laughs> that's like the that's like a good vampire movie. There's the cutting difference. edge and then one of What's the, the Tanya Hart. Hi Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So the, Thanks, one of the differences out. between a hockey skate and an ice skate real. is on the front of an ice skate is this little like it's groove, called a toe pick. Yeah. and it's called a toe pick. And it's is this, this the movie where jump. the hockey player and the yes, ice skater yes. dance? Okay, I haven't seen it, but it's seeped into it my is brain. Don't worry, greatest. You will now. I might be sick now. DB Sweeney's greatest performance ever. Oh. He's magical in this. DB Sweeney. Yes. Tony's like, he's never been I've never heard of it. Yeah. You would I recognize him as soon as you saw him. Because he was. Uh, well, the girls have you know D. B. agreed that Jeannie will teach Alice how to Sweeney skate and Alice spawn. will teach Jeannie how to dance. Yeah. Which is but weird. we never see them actually teaching each other. They just kind of hang out while the other one does it. It's from Fire in the Sky. Yes. He's also from Fire in the Sky. All right. Ooh, but we're good. 53 Metacritic. Time. Ooh. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised that, that Curly hasn't picked it. Oh, no, that's I've never actually so seen it. beautiful. I'm very familiar with it, but it's I've never wonderful. actually seen it. It holds up 100% on all counts. Ooh. This is your first podcast. Press Ooh, one. Sorry. Sorry, it's a spam. All right, later Richie does a comedy set at the bar at Mobby's, and it does not start well. No one's and, laughing at his jokes. And Robert Wall's there. Yeah, yes. he is. I was like, bad tie. <laughs> I love Robert Wall. He's like, it's the Batman on the payroll. And if so, <laughs> what's he making down? Advertisers. But this is why I'm like, this definitely isn't some kind of strip club because they have a comedy se- it's like sequence. A it's like a variety, variety show. Variety show, yeah. It's a very weird thing. Yes. And I was like, this is what I said to John, is this the club that the sister works at in Tango in Gaish? <laughs> <laughs> Where she played the She's sexy a stripper drums? that doesn't strip? And with Maybe. the big fan, yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, that's that's this. Maybe mm-hmm. it might be, but he eventually tells them he's just a cook. And if they don't laugh, he's gonna put roaches in their hamburgers. He manages to get laughs. Basically, what happens is he goes up to tell jokes, and that's not what comedians do. No, comedians tell don't stories. tell jokes because they're not. That's not funny. At least until you warm up a crowd and get them laughing. Then you can, might tell a couple of jokes. But what he does is talk about life and, and experiences and stuff. Throw some yeah. jokes in there and people start The only comedian I've ever heard that. of that told jokes and people liked it was Mitch Hedberg. But yeah. Everybody yeah, else, you rare. tell a story from a funny perspective or that has... Yeah. yeah. Anybody, jokes are Anybody bits. can tell jokes. Yeah. And Andrew Dice Clay told jokes. Yeah. As part, he also told a story, but it was, but it was like inner, but it was part of the bit to tell the joke that's terrible, and then, mm -hmm. yeah. But it ends up. I don't want to. I know a bunch of Andrew Dice Clay jokes. I'm trying to think of one that I want to say for the world to hear, and I can't think of one. Well, it ends up being a pretty good set. Yeah, I know all of those. He has. He's on the high when he finishes. I once went to an Andrew Dice Clay show with my mother. That was a mistake. Mm. The dancers are sitting there and watching one another and Richie. Johnny is there and he tries to talk to Alex, but it's only to talk to Cecil about how great Alex's ass is while he gropes it. She picks up his beer and pours it in his lap. Good for her. Now She should have stabbed him in the dick with a pencil. Cecil, wow. gentlemen, I thought I recognized him. I'm like, I've seen that dude. He was a welcome that back to the podcast. Godzilla 98. Yes. <laughs> but... 
Other than Godzilla 98, I haven't seen anything that this dude has he been reminds in. He's not me, been in anything. Is it James Corden? He reminds yes. me of him. Oh, sorry. I don't like James Corden. Yes, but I, he but does just not the way re- he looked, yeah. it you know, really reminded you know me. That they do have similar facial features. Part of that features. But, I mean, he's a bit part in Godzilla. Like, that's not why I recognize this guy. I just, he seemed so familiar, but he's not. But a thing. Well, Nick is there. He sees uh, her pour the drink in Johnny's lap, and he laughs. Because Nick is stalking her. Yes. Yeah. It's a little light stalking. Johnny and oh, Cecil. Had it, it wasn't stalking in the 80s. It was, you liked her. He was stalking her. Johnny and Cecil wait in the parking lot for Alex to come out mm-hmm. and harass her and Richie as they walk out. Cecil punches Richie in the face. Well, he goes, hey. And breaks his nose. He goes, hey, man, look. I'm trying to hook up with this girl. She's telling me no. So I'm just going to attack her and want to come up. Let me save the day. I'll get in there. I don't think Johnny was trying to hook up with Alex. No. Uh, Nick. Uh, oh. Barry Dandridge. I don't oh. think Barry Dandridge had hatched his plan. I think Johnny C was going to rape Alex. <laughs> Hundo P. But. They grew up together, though. But it's weird because. But they're not friends. Well, you don't have to be friends to grow up with someone. But it's weird. You should be friends. They're not. Just just because that works with me. So he's kind of by the arm and he's like, come on, we'll have some dinner. We're going to go party. We're going to have some weed and some drinks. And she's like, no. And she says no. And he's dragging her. And then Richie, that's right, tries to stop him. And then Cecil punches him. And Johnny goes, what are you doing? We're kidnapping a girl. That's what I'm yeah. doing. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, what are you Johnny doing? always talks to Cecil like he <coughs> is stupid, but Cecil's like, I'm but doing exactly what you want me to do. But it doesn't make any sense for him to have that reaction to, because you're literally trying to kidnap a girl. They, it's like the, and then Barry Dan. The writers can't decide if they want Johnny to be like a monster rapist or just like sleazy. Just just and a so minor like, scumbag or like a the, major. Yeah, jump off yeah. the cliff with this dude or don't. But like, pick something. But Nick does tell Johnny to leave Alex alone. And Johnny's like, what are you doing here, Slumman? It's not your neighborhood anymore. And uh, and he lets Alex go. He's like, I didn't mean anything. I was just pissed off. Because she poured the drink in his lap. Like, you sat here for hours. <laughs> yeah, you definitely meant something. Maybe. Yeah. And so did Barry mm-hmm. Dan. Yeah. And then he's like, can I take you home? And she's like, No. And then he follows her. And then he her follows her while home. She rides her bike home. But this is how eighties movies were, though. Because this is the thing, she know she she has to assume she knows what Johnny was going to do to her. So you would think that she would be like, I get that she's okay with him following her home, but he followed her home, and it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> but but because first he waited outside her job. But, for hours and but hours. But so many 80s movies is, yes. hey, let me do this with you now. But, well, I'm going to follow you and talk to the, you all the way anyway. And, but she should have been grateful that he saved her. Cause and then guys. that would have made more sense. No. She did thank him. Yes, but she, but then she blows, she blows him off again and hey, then follows no, her. She doesn't do that until later. Mm-hmm. But she should have said, no, I have my bike. <laughs> and it's not going to fit in your it's Porsche. It's not going to fit in your Porsche, yeah. And then, but you could follow me. Yeah. And then none of it would be creepy. It would just be him yeah. following her home, Unless, and then they go and they yeah. knock boots. Knock boots. Well, he follows her home. Then he meets Grunt, mm-hmm. and he's like, holy shit. <laughs> That's a big dog. That's a big dog. <laughs> Could you get your dog off my car? <laughs> and uh, he's like, in. tell Grunt I'll bring him a doggy bag if you go out to dinner with me. And she's like, no, I don't That's think three. it's a good idea to go out with the boss. <laughs> and, and then... He says, fine, you're fired. I'll pick you up at eight. Ha, ha, ha. 
No. <laughs> nope, that joke is not funny. It's upsetting. Everything about this movie is upsetting. <laughs> Where Stark, Stark would say, well, I just sold the company. So, yeah. remember how I said we're going to do Fast Forward? Because I loved it, and I was like, oh, I watched it, and there's a reason why we're not doing it. Oh. So, imagine all the things that happened in this movie also happened in that movie. Only sometimes a little bit worse. Ooh. There was a nice scene, though, where one girl teaches all the other girls how to defend themselves against someone who's trying to rape them. We kick him in the dick. Oh. Yeah, but that doesn't really work. It did once. In the 80s. In the and 80s. Now... No, in that movie, they somebody was trying to attack a blonde girl. She kicked him in the ding-ding. And then later on in the movie, she tried it again, and it didn't work. I feel like that worked once in the raped, 80s, though, and then the every girl was told, if you just kick him in the dick, you'll be fine. But every dude always expects to be kicked in the dick, so he's protecting that area. Mm-hmm. And women don't try to do anything else. Kick him else. in the knee. Kick him no. in the knee. <laughs> Punch, Punch him in, him in the, the throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, hit him in the jejunum. Yes. Also, also, hit him in the jejunum, and then suck me sexy. Some hilarious advice I got in a women's self-defense class once. Which are all scams, act, by the way. Is that the one where they stab you like this? No. Yes. Oh. Act like, like you, you like this. are legit Looney Tunes. <laughs> and I was like, I never really thought about that. But if a dude is kind of following you, and you start like acting like you have no. lost your mind... He might be like, this girl's not. Nope, that wouldn't do it. No, it would do it uncontrollable flatulence. Uh, yeah. I feel like if They did you... say that. Go pee on him. <laughs> that would 100%. Be. If you can pull it off, shit on him. <laughs> Here's some things. I would say that if you act crazy, then he'll, th- no, then no, he'll think you're less likely to report it. Well, um, yeah, because but... you act crazy, you may think, oh, she's crazy. No one will believe her. But if you can stay calm... And compliant until an opportunity new escapes. A lot of times, if you're more compliant, then they're not going to get what they need from what's happening right. because it's because, a dominance thing. Oh yeah, that's yeah, rape's not about sex; it's about it's about power. Dominance, yeah. So if you're just very okay, whatever. Could you hurry up? <laughs> I, I'm gonna be late for dinner. Kind of like the dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Then they're not it's getting shop of horrors. They're not it's getting like, yeah, yeah. What dentist yeah. did you go to? And usually that allows you to find an opportunity to maybe yeah. hit, triangle choke them. Hit them in the jejunum. Well, that's what I would do. Triangle choke them. So you gotta wait for them to go to their pants because that's when they're vulnerable when they're trying to unbutton pants. If so they're wearing sweatpants, you're out. shit out of luck. Yes, and usually one hand is still holding you down, and they're going for their pants with the other hand, which is a great yep. time to triangle choke. Mm-hmm. If I was ever teaching a women's self-defense class, I would teach that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to practice that to be good at mm-hmm. it, and that's the problem with women's self-defense classes. Is none of the stuff that they teach you will be any good unless you do it And constantly. my entire class would be an hour of just that one thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're like, this was a terrible class, but yes, until you get raped and you do that, you'll thank me. Because you know, you- when you get really good at one thing, that's how you get out of attacks. So they apparently the next day was an ice skating thing for Jeannie because yep, the mysterious ice skating with Alex thing. and Richie, <laughs> which he he jokingly fires her from work, which is so dumb. And then he comes, which to is the ice so skating I got show. really invested in this ice skating scene when she fell. Went no, because <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for her, and, and she fell. Like damn it, it started <laughs> off so strong too. It I did. I was into it because. I remember the dancing scene, how she mm-hmm. falls and it gets up and does really well. And the same thing happens in Save the Last Dance. I guess I remembered her getting up and I killing. I thought she did too. But, but she, she doesn't. doesn't. She falls on her ass and doesn't get up the no, same like, time. And then everybody comes, like a person comes over and is like, she, is she hurt? It, it, but it doesn't seem she's like She's not. It. She's just 
like mentally broken, I guess, or whatever. But I thought, yeah. I thought like she broke her hip or something. I was like, oh shit, is she okay? No, I think at that she point just she gave just, up. Yeah, went cold black. She and couldn't just kind continue. Of sat there. That sucks. Yeah, but in the back, Jeannie tries to cheer her up a little bit, and then or not Jeannie, Alex, and then Jeannie's dad comes in, and he's been complaining the whole show until Jeannie started, and then he was into it, and uh, and then when she falls, he comes into the back and he helps cheer her up. So. Because he loves her and he's a good dad. And he's just one of those people yeah. that's a complainer. And that's, which is fine and because really lots cool. of people are just complainers. Yeah. <laughs> we need to normalize being a complainer. Hashtag complainers are people too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Because I'm a complainer. Hashtag complainers are people too. I work with a complainer. I've never heard you complain before. And I always tell people, it's not you. Just let it go in one ear and out the other. She just has to say it. She just has to say it. <laughs> but she'll complain about everything until she sees it's working. Yesterday, I was so annoyed at work all day, and I couldn't shake it. I couldn't shake it. Couldn't shake, shake it off? It happens nope. to me sometimes. <laughs> and I was said, and I Did was you stay like. Too late? No. <laughs> Did you have no. nothing in your brain? No, Taylor. <laughs> That's what people say. But <laughs> I was so angry. Say. And then I said to Steph and Sonia after I went on my 15th rant of the day, I, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm so irritated. I need a hug <laughs> and a piece of cake. <laughs> what is the copyright? You're just on Keller Swift. So that's it. But sometimes I just get so irritated. I can't shake it. Shake it. Shake it off. <laughs> but you've got to. Shake it off. Shake it off. Sometimes I'll be like, guys, I'm grumpy today. I don't know what it is. Baker's but I just fake, can't. Fake, fake. I just can't with y'all. And I need a break. Bake, bake. <laughs> All right, Nick uh, takes Alex to grab a pizza. Oh, I forgot about Flashdance. Go he ahead. He wants to take her out for a fancy dinner, but she wants pizza. And then mm-hmm. they take the pizza back to her place. I appreciate that. Would you like to get a, was it a okay. French, Italian pizza? The best acting in the whole movie is in this scene. Oh, yeah? Yes. When she tells him about her first trip to the symphony with her dad. And she takes her bra off under her shirt. Yeah. And his face is so shocked because he's never seen anybody do that before. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's seen somebody do nope. it before. He was married. But not everybody. Yeah, he was married. There was no reason that his wife wouldn't take her shirt off and then take off her bra. Not everybody does that. Yes, I'm sure in his 36 years of, of life, he's never seen a girl take off his bra. Or it could be that he went out on a date with this girl for the first time and she's taking off her bra while in her apartment. That's a sex invite. Having a casual no. conversation. He's so dumbfounded. Oh my God, a lady has no idea. Why don't you t- explain to me how the male body works? This isn't something that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen me take my bra off while I'm wearing a shirt? A lot. Under her shirt. Really? Because I've only done it like 17 times ever. Seen a lot. <laughs> because I always, no, in my whole life. Because you just take your fucking shirt off. <laughs> you want to help me out here? And if you're with a that. dude that you're going to have sex with, <laughs> You just take your fucking shirt off. Have you ever seen anybody do that? Yes. Okay. I've dated a couple girls. Yeah, but there's not really very much <laughs> reason to do that. They take their shirt off versus just took their bra off under their shirt. Well, sometimes you just they just come home and they're like, ugh, and do the little cool flippy thing and take it out. Yeah, but that's like something you only see when you're living that's with someone, and got. it's not even something you do all the time. I love how Elaine is just steadfast. That's what's going on in his mind. Because, did you look at his face? He's just shocked. He's oh, never yeah. seen it. It's the look magical. At his face is that no, it look was It's the best piece of acting in this whole movie. Because it's definitely better than the weird kiss attack that happens after this. Yes. People don't, <laughs> people don't kiss like this. Look Actually, we've seen so many movies where people do <laughs> I know, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Because she's thinking it's like, like this weird... my dad. 
And so the look on his face is that, oh my God, I'm going to have sex with this girl. That's why he's dumbfounded. I mean, she does come no. out, pull her skirt all the way Don't up so she no. can sit, sit down. down. I'm sorry, she's not sending sex signals. <laughs> she is sending, I'm too comfortable with you signals. <laughs> I disagree. All right. Well, anyway, he goes to leave. And then like, they have he's sex. like, okay. This is headed towards sex if I get my way, and this is our first time hanging out, so I'm going to leave. And she's like, but you didn't have any pizza, and then they have sex. <laughs> and everyone watching it was like, wait, if I follow women, and they say no, and I keep following them, they'll have sex with me. Got mm-hmm. it. Only if you buy them pizza. But they didn't need it. We have uh, to buy them pizza. Oh, okay. Now, the next part. Cold pizza's good, too. I love, because... She's gone. She wakes up. She, him in she her wakes up. She, to be fair, face. he's not going to take anything. <laughs> he's a millionaire. Yeah. She lives in Blade's workshop. No, so. she just she leaves don't have him there to go to work. Love, it's so weird. I love how the dog is just resting yeah. his head on the side. He's of like, the whoa. <laughs> no, I love when he funny. gets to work and she's like, you're late. Yeah, that was that was really cool. I like that scene. But I thought it was so fantastic when he woke up and he was like, ah! <laughs> the dog was just watching him sleep. She's just making these choices that are just ludicrous. Well, she's 18. I know. <laughs> I made ludicrous choices when I was 18. <laughs> I made ludicrous choices 18 minutes ago. <sighs> so then we see them walking and spending time together, apparently at the steel mill. She tells him about how she's not a real dancer. She's never taken any lessons or classes. She just watches and imitates. She's afraid to audition for the dance company because she isn't a real dancer and he reminds her that she dances every night at the club and she says that's different she doesn't really even see the people that are watching her she doesn't really care what they think she's just having a good time feeling the music and dancing yeah she's right she's just shaking her ass for dollars she gets emotional and then they make out and have sex because she tells his ex-wife that she fucked his brains out at the steel mill (laughs) well but she says but when I mean, she probably does. But this wife says, did he take you on to steel mill? I bet that was his first date. He loves to take that. But this isn't their first date. This is like their third date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like, no, we went and got pizza. And then I fucked his brains out. So, I, she could just be lying because she's being a... That's she true. doesn't give a shit about this woman. Because she's 18. What does she care? Yeah. yeah. And this woman she's is like, I'm not team you because you have boobies as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm team him. So we cut to the ballet, and Alex goes with Hannah. The ballet is beautiful, and they love it. When they go to leave, Alex puts Hannah in a cab and then sees Nick getting into his car with a lady. Mm -hmm. After watching them drive away, she rides her bike to his house and throws a rock into his window. All right, look, first of all, if you get divorced from someone, you don't keep taking them to the fucking ballet. That's not in the same car. Uh, If you're still friends, you might. No, but they're not friends. Remember that one marriage that broke up? If I get divorced, I don't. But if Carly, divorced, if Carly gets divorced, she might go to the ballet with someone. I mean, it depends well, how on how long. I mean, that? you know, like, <laughs> I don't talk to my ex-husband at all anymore. It's been a very long time. No, but, but you're not a bird. A we were friendly. And the thing is, they both have friends involved in this ballet. Yeah. Um, 
So this is a fundraiser annual event. They're both going to probably be there anyway to support their friends. Yeah. So they don't make it weird. They don't make it, you have to choose and us, you know, him yes, or her. That's we don't fine. Really they can both go, but you ain't riding together. That's, that's true. And there's plenty of people that have amicable divorces. And this is just fake conflict. Right. Like, it's, it's No, it happen. happens yes. because she's 18. No, no, it happens no, because, because you're driving around with your ex-wife. Because the rider yeah. made them drive in the same car, which they wouldn't do. Well, if I'm only on three dates, I don't, I think it's still fine if I go... Yeah, if you can go out with a completely different girl and fuck her brains out, and you have no standing because you're 18, we've dated three times, bald maybe twice a night. Yay! Yeah. Did she get you? I think a little bit. But okay. they might be. They might still be friends. We don't really get much of this relationship. She's a gassy dog. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. I don't get friends, the impression uh, that uh, the they new dog's are, but... Over here. I'm I sorry. mean, possible. <laughs> there's a lot they don't explain. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with him going to the thing with his wife. I don't have a problem with them going together necessarily. I have a problem with them driving together, maybe. But so, also, she could have just walked over and go, what is this? Yeah. This they is my needed, ex-wife. We go here sometimes. She could have walked Who over cares? and said, hey. Yeah. <laughs> they needed conflict in the movie. <laughs> so she should have been needed, getting, going no. to catch a cab, and he might have said, I'll just take you home. It's on the way. Right, but I, this is this is fake conflict. They, they need do this conflict for the movie. Every, every yeah. movie. Yeah. There's, and probably well, there's, 90% of the romance books you read, they do the... Yeah, of course. If you would have talked for five seconds, it would have worked out. Yeah, there's not, the only reason there's any conflict is because she makes their... Alex makes it conflict. There is no conflict. Right. Alex manufactures the conflict in her brain. Yeah. Because she's 18. Yeah. Psycho <laughs> And then she goes and throws a brick through his window, which is something mm-hmm. that only a dumbass 18-year-old would do. Yeah. Then she's on the crazy And then the 36-year-old man should have broken up with her over this yeah. because he realizes, no, you're too young for me you're and you're child. crazy. Yeah. I yeah, can't deal with this. I'm a grown-up. When she gets home, the radiator has leaked water on the floor. Hopefully. While she cleans it up, Richie comes over to say goodbye. His car is packed. He's going to L.A. Peace. And I was like, why not New York? You're in Pittsburgh. I know. I was thinking that too. <laughs> so, why are you at your girlfriend's best friend's house Saying in the goodbye. middle of the night to say goodbye? It's a little weird. It is weird. But they do work at a place where they are there late. Yeah. So maybe these are just the hours that, that they keep. Also... I get the impression that they're good friends. One of the like brother and sistery. One of the friends. things in the trivia said that they wanted to originally have her best friend be a gay man. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the Richie character was originally written as the gay friend, but then and they wanted it and it was gonna be kind of revolutionary at the time, but then they changed it for whatever reason, the studio or whatever, test audience. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember like I don't think they said why but it was in the trivia so maybe yeah. this character was originally well, written as the gay friend and then they didn't like this is still one of those things that would only make sense if this mm. were gay best friend yeah because it's a little weird she's if you're dating my best if i'm in a long-term uh, relationship with your best friend you don't come over to my house in the middle of the night mm-hmm. she's technically black i think so it's like you know maybe they're trying not to push too many envelopes or something I don't who's know. black the main character oh what what's her name alex jennifer beals yeah her dad's black i think Okay. There was a debate about that. So if your mom's white, your dad's black, are you black? I believe so. Why? Why are you not That's white? That's just the rules. I don't know. Who made Why are you not black? half white and half black? Do you know where that rule came from? Slavery. Slavery. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. It's the same way that... One thing to keep over from fucking slavery. Why don't it's you... the same thing as with um, reservations. You have to have a certain percentage of blood. And they like the only thing they do that with is, is Native Americans and horses. And all it does is, is uh, encourage... 
uh, interbreeding or uh, yeah incense 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 incense. Everybody <laughs> smells like vanilla, and it's weird. It's aromatherapy. Yeah. Uh, but, all right. So. Which is yeah. This is weird. They but that's hug, just one she's of those things. Wow, I never, I didn't know that. That's he terrible. He says Jeannie <laughs> will be okay, yeah. but he needs to make yeah. something of himself so or he has something to want. give. He doesn't have anything to give. So if your mom is white and your dad is black, I am Asian. Well, no, you just <laughs> pick whatever you want. If you're half black, half white, pick whatever then you want. You just, who cares? Both. Yeah, most I mean, people are. Yeah. I feel like both. Is I think most people just pick it. black. Um, the next day at work, Nick tries to buy Alex lunch. Because he was the example I gave. She refuses his money. She doesn't want him to buy her. He asks what's wrong, and she asks him who the blonde was. And he's like, what blonde? <laughs> he's like, what blonde? I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about except for that blonde I had in my car last She said, you oh, yeah. don't know what you're messing with. She's a and mean, She's like, I mother. thought you hate the ballet. And then he's like, oh, that's what you're talking about. And he explains it, and it makes complete sense. And he's like, why am I explaining myself to you? <laughs> so that you can find out she threw a brick through your window. You're just yeah. my sex toy. And he's like, that window cost me $170, and I had a special order it. <laughs> She's like, so what? You can afford it, which is true, but does not give you the right to do that. Mm-hmm. No. Psycho hose beast. And she says she did it because he pissed her off. And then she they make up. For the nookie. And the whole group of guys at work that have been watching, because they're not hiding this relationship at all, no. clap and cheer for them. Well, he's the boss. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, Tell each other. Then they go out for a fancy dinner. Uh-oh. See, this this movie so far has, is predicating two bad habits. Stalking a girl will get her to like you. Than that. And you're allowed to be violent and crazy as a woman. Mm-hmm. Friends, don't don't be like these characters. No, you they're shouldn't. both wrong on all kinds of levels. Don't be either <laughs> one of them. So she turns him on by the way she eats her lobster. Gross. And plays footsie with him. <clears throat> she said, you ever do it in a phone booth? Yeah, that's so weird. I'm like, and, no, uh, there's no room in a phone. She's like sucking the butter off of the lobster. I don't know. It's I weird. have never understood sexy eating. But that's somebody's thing. I 100% there get that. There are some things that I do get, but lobster is not one of them. I, like, <laughs> I don't think there's any eating that would... That, would ever be like right. I, it's not my fetish and right. I don't get it because none of it is sexy and I'm looking I'm at it I'm like this is just gross yeah like sexy talk sure sexy eating nope uh, gross what about sexy drinking <laughs> <laughs> Lister he took a sip a very exaggerated <laughs> sip of a drink and then he did this like he did, he around did the, the world he did the Danny his... Glover role like because yeah. he, he's gonna take a shot <laughs> So Only then sexy. his ex-wife is, happens to be there and sees them and comes over and introduces herself. And so she, that she could be shitty to his she new asked hot Alex girlfriend. If she's really a welder and if she really takes off her clothes at night. And all she's doing, she's trying to be a bitch and fuck with his relationship a little bit. But all she's doing is proving that he likes her because he talked to his ex-wife about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While he's getting a foot job. <laughs> And uh, she's like, has he taken you to the steel mill yet? And she's like, yes. And when we were there, I fucked his brains out. Well, she says that she takes off her jacket and she's in like... A bib? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's eating lobster. Yeah, but nothing else. It's like the tuxedo shirt, but it's a bib. Is that a dickie? Where it's just like... Yeah, like it's just the turtleneck part, Uh, but it's not a whole shirt. Yeah. Like wild it's like a tuxedo. It's called the Dicky. Dicky. <laughs> but it's like a tuxedo. It's just Dickie. the front. Yeah. She loves and Dickie. she has cuffs but no sleeves. 
It looks like one of the costumes from the club. It's from quite a choice. It Johnny C's like, club. It not from like a costume. And it may be. Mm. So uh, she's like, well, that's not surprising. And then she leaves. That night, they talk about Nick's marriage and how he thought he loved her in the beginning, but came to realize that he was in love with the idea of her because she was a status symbol. And his whole life, he wanted to be successful and wealthy. And then he got a wealthy chick. And so he was like, I did it. And then he was like, actually, I kind of hate her. (laughs) Hence the hex. So then he started over to find his own happiness. And she asked him how he did that, and he said, I took a deep breath, and I jumped. And then she goes and gets an application from the dance place, and he sees this, because he's still following her. Because he's stalking her, because he drove her there. No, because she has her bike. And then she she leaves, and she sees him, and she's so happy because she got a piece of paper. Well, she's she's been scared too. I yes, think. I know, but like, I know, you should not be happy to see him because he's stalking you. It's mm. danger, Will Robinson. Well, they're dating now. <laughs> it was the eighties. So he goes and makes a phone call at a payphone to a friend of his on the arts council to make sure she gets an audition. Yeah, because you have to fill out the application, then you're on, invited to audition. Not everybody yeah. gets an invite. Yeah. And she wouldn't have gotten one. She no, no, she had no prior lessons, classes, experience other than this no. Club. She wouldn't have gotten an interview at all. Like, look no. at her experience. None. Okay, thanks. Well, they would have seen that she was working as a dancer in this club, and they would be like, "Well, that's not the kind of dance yeah. we do. She has no formal mm-hmm. training. That's not for us." Yeah. So, so without him interfering, she wouldn't have got the audition, mm-hmm. and then she gets mad about it because she's just like, well, "Go she gets mad about it for no reason at all." Because she needs <laughs> to get mad about things that the movie didn't yeah. happen. And I was like, okay, Nick, don't ever tell her ever, ever, never, ever tell her. And then he tells her immediately. And I was like, cool. That's no, fine. she figures it out, which is like, probably... my favorite trope. Yeah. Hot. So we cut to Mobby's Bar for Halloween party. Richie shows up. Apparently he went to L.A., tried out for the clubs. He was offered a job as a waiter. And he was like, uh, no, I'm a cook. So he went home. Everyone's happy to see him except Jeannie. Way to fail. She asked if he had fun with all the girls in L.A. And he's like, there were no girls. And she's like, oh... That's why I heard from you every night. And then she leaves with Johnny C. Who's been talking her up now that she's a failed ice skater. Yeah. And he gave her like a $100 tip once. Yeah. And here's another thing. that um, Friends, don't try to buy your women. Unless you're Johnny C. <laughs> Johnny it's C. Is, I don't think he's trying to date her. He just wants her for his club. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is... But still. It's like Slee's gateway. Don't try to buy your women and be like, oh, she'll like me if I give her a bunch of money. No, don't do that. He's just taking advantage of someone who's depressed. Unless you yeah. want that she's, kind of woman. She's going because through time. Her very serious boyfriend, instead of proposing, left. left and went and said his last goodbye to my best friend on the way out of town. And then he tried to be a comedian for a week and came back. And, and she, he didn't talk to me the whole time. She ruined so, no, the she's good to date yeah. ice he's, he's skating thing. She's having yeah. a rough time. No, Johnny yeah. C. isn't trying to buy her. He's yeah. just taking advantage of someone in a bad situation. Yeah. No, for no. personal gain. Because he's a scumbag. It was a tip because he's that trying to was, get her to come work for him. That was buying a better impression of himself mm-hmm. because she hated him. Well, he's trash. So, so he's yeah. buying her is what you're saying. Well, yeah, okay. It was a cash advance on a paycheck. <laughs> 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 okay, Elaine's filling plot holes again. Right. Uh, Am I wrong? Yes. Did he deduct that from her paycheck? We don't know. He so, seems like he's whatever. a slimy boss. Hey, whatever. Then we cut to a day. one day before work, Alex realizing that she has a letter from the ballet company. 
She carries the envelope around with her because she's nervous. And then uh, eventually, in the middle of a task at work, she can't wait any longer, opens it, and she has an audition. She's very excited. She runs to find Nick and tell him he's happy for her, and they agree to go out and celebrate later. She goes and tells Hannah that she got an audition. Hannah's happy for her. And she's like, what happens if I don't get it? And she's like, that, you'll get it. Yeah. You, it's going to be fine. Of course you got an audition, and of course you're going to make it. It's like, Hannah, you've been in the ballet world, and you know she's never taken lessons. <laughs> but she wants to push her because but, yeah. Yeah, that's what old people do. You're not going to get it, and they're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, after the celebration dinner in the car, Alex tells Nick how awesome it was to get seated so quickly when so many people were waiting and to be served so well. And he says that he called last night and told him it was a special occasion. Son of a beast. And she says, how, how now, brown cow? <laughs> Yeah. I didn't tell you until today. I didn't know until today. And, and then she's yeah. like, what the fuck? And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> First of all, this pisses me off. And second off, who cares? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me throw a little thing out there. If anybody knows any publishers in the big ones and wants to help me out, I won't care. <laughs> I will care in a positive way. Right. Yeah. But I just, I get so tired of this. I wanted to make it on my own. Why? Who gives a fuck? Nobody makes he it on their own. He makes it on He their didn't own. do anything. All he did was use a little... He, it's not like he bought his way in. So if I got you an audition, I got you with one an audition. Things, would you say cool ass? You still yeah. have to right. audition. I can't get you yeah, a you, spot. You didn't get you a spot in there. Yeah. I got you That's a like chance. if you got me a, got me a meeting with Stephen King or, or Netflix or it's something. It's like in A League of Their Own. Uh-oh. When the girls are... When Gina Davis is talking to Kit, her little sister... And Lori Kit, Petty. Lori Petty. And Lori Petty says, there, and yes. And she says, you got me, you know, you got, after all, you got me on the team. And Gina Davis says, no, I got you on the train. Yeah. You got yourself on the team. That's the same situation. Yeah. yeah. It's a great thing. He can't. He didn't get her the audition. I know. We should go watch Leave He didn't get her the audition, and he doesn't get her the ability to dance. It's got All he got in is it. in the door. Yeah. He yeah. knew, as he knew, just like she knew, that she was never going to get she an audition. She could totally fail. But he could ask for yeah. a favor. Yeah. Now, if he bought her way onto the team or in that's the club different. or whatever, that's different. You know what else about A League of Their Own is good? Where Jimmy Dugan gives really good advice. Avoid the clap. Jimmy Dugan. Mm. It's good advice. You know what else is really good about A League of Their Own? Where John Lovitz gives the wife a little pickle tickle. No, the world's longest pee. The world's longest pee is, is like my number one memory from that movie, sadly. Okay. And how creepily um, Madonna has to go and check it out. <laughs> or when you find out that Gina Davis has been married to Bill Pullman the whole time. <laughs> is this before he was president? Apparently. So anyway, he demands to get out of the car in the middle of what is a this? busy street. And no, she no. Throws They're a in a tunnel. And yeah. goes home with one high heel. <laughs> They're in a tunnel and she I'm just, just saying, gets the sex out. is really good. She is making some 18-year-old <laughs> shitty choices. Yes. She must have beer uh, sex <laughs> is really good. She's he a dancer needs to let this crazy. go. He needs to let this go. Yeah. He just needs to let Maybe it go. Maybe one more time. <laughs> and then she proceeds. Where are his friends? One more time. So, so and then she disappears. So she stops off into the night and proceeds to not go to either of her jobs for like two weeks. And she mopes and smokes. Um, she Which all of a sudden she smokes. I'm like, when did this happen? Or did she just start smoking because she, she's upset? I know. All of a sudden she's smoking because she's sad. What? She smokes since when? That's my last note. On she calls Mommy's and asks for Jeannie. The owner is like, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't work you here You should anymore. be here. 
And Jeannie doesn't work here anymore. She quit to go work at Johnny's Nudie Bar. And uh, <coughs> Alex goes there, pulls Jeannie off the spot where she is performing, which I put in quotes because she's laying yeah, on her yeah. back. What is she doing? With her upper body up on her elbows and her knees just like spinning yeah. her yeah. feet. She's just like. <laughs> she's just showing her. She's just doing uh-huh. flutter kicks. What? <laughs> She's in underpants. She's topless, but she's she's in underpants. Like she's just like maybe the centerpiece of a table. Yeah, what the fuck is happening? It's not dancing, and she looks bored. (laughs) Everybody looks bored there. This is a this is a strip club. Don't look at any of those. Nobody cares about the dancing. This is not the quality joint that was in. um, Desperado. No. (laughs) Yeah, still dawn. No, the rock and roll movie. Oh, uh, Streets of Fire? <laughs> oh, it's uh, no room. Mary J. Blige. Stacey this Jacks. is not Mary J. Blige's strip oh, okay. club where That's the girls true. are getting That's it. the Venus room. The Venus. This ain't the Venus room. There. This no. is the Venus fly trap. It's, it's sad. Also, <laughs> it's also not the bourbon. No. No, uh, no but this is, not a, this is not a high class place. No, no we should watch. What the hell's the name of that movie? Rock of Ages. Rock of yeah. Ages, thank you. Um, it just came to me. I couldn't think of it earlier. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a good flick. So that anyway, movie's way better than it has any right to be. <laughs> Alex <laughs> pulls Jeannie off of the platform where she is. And then Johnny C. tries to stop her, and she pushes him onto the platform. And then pulls Jeannie outside in the rain. And then, takes the money out of her underpants and throws it in a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> she earned that money. Yeah. She bent like, over and pick it up. What are you doing? That's here? my money. That's my hoo-ha money. Yeah. I thought you wanted to be a dancer. That's not dancing. And Jeannie cries and is like, I need the money. And they hug it out and leave together. Yeah. And leave the money. Which you, They're cold. You, you too, earn that money. It's very you, cold. you take yeah. that with you. It's like November in Pittsburgh and she's in a phone. Yeah. <laughs> and she's in a jacket. <laughs> like, I guess we're supposed to see that Alex really cares about her friend. But if Alex really cared about her friend... First of all, she'd pick up that money. And she would have known that her friend became a stripper. No, but she was too deep in in her. Nick Nick is trying to help me get my dream. Is exactly what happens when you meet a guy. Yeah, she stopped giving a shit about her friend. Yeah. Yeah. I met a guy one time, and that's how it was. That's funny. I kissed a girl, and I liked it. Mm. Chased over a cherry chapstick. Mm. When she gets home, Nick is there waiting outside with Grunt. I kissed a girl just to try it. Stalks past him, and he follows her into the house. She gets a cigarette, lights it, and then tells him she doesn't even care about the audition. And he's like, I was worried about you when you didn't show up to work. Also, you definitely do care. <laughs> I mean, he's he ain't wrong. And if she can't be honest with herself, then how can she be honest with him? And she's like, I don't need you telling me what to do. And he's like, maybe what you need is a kick in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which, maybe... And then he takes the cigarette out of her mouth and tells her she's not grown up enough to smoke. Yeah, that's going to make me fuck you. Then she goes to slap him and he moves and he she slaps the blinds. Ladies, again, don't hit him. Because if you start whacking on him and he hits you, he's not wrong. We learned that in Footloose and nothing she does is acceptable, ladies. Like, All of her choices are wrong. He gets real quiet. And he says... No, she likes pizza. That's a good joke. You're scared shitless, and you're using me as an excuse not to go. And she's like, I am not. And he's like, you know what? You need to understand. If you throw (coughs) away your dream, you die. And then he leaves. He's done. We gotta finish that puzzle. Um, (laughs) Yeah, someday. She goes to see Hannah the next day and learns that she died. (laughs) 
just she don't. Now Hannah does live in the Hellraiser house. Anybody that's seen Hellraiser, check it out. All right. Because this looks exactly like the house that Hellraiser. There's a puzzle box in the corner if you noticed. Well, that that weird staircase is the one that they can't get the bed up when he cuts his hand on the nail. It looks right. just like it. So there's somebody in Hannah's house room is it apartment her daughter? packing up her stuff and it's like she died who are you yeah. <laughs> or if you know who this person is She's like i didn't know then, her i'm taking his stuff like she at no point asked alex who she is so then you know alex and you know alex was hannah's lo- friend yeah whatever i'm sorry honey hannah died yeah. it's not oh she died yesterday or i'm her daughter we had a falling out and but, that's why she liked you so much because she missed me or something, you know. But that's like, if you recognize yeah, Alex no as someone who knew Hannah, I think, and I think we do. Yeah, it seems but like she has a key, bots, like and she yeah. walked into the but house person, and she's wandering around going, Hannah, really Hannah. Needs to fill this, this but this person has no empathy. She's just like she died yesterday. Yeah. So when, but when you tell a stranger that you like, that's not how you tell somebody who knew this person. So then you should ask, who the hell are you in her house? Why do you have a key? Yeah. Why do you have a key to my mom's house? It's real weird. Well, the extended uh, cut that's four hours long, they mention it. Obviously, Perhaps. this writer is terrible. So, um, Basic instinct. She holds Show a girls. pair of Hannah's old belly slippers and cries, <laughs> and then she takes them with her when she goes home, and then she cries and smokes. Yeah, because that makes sense. <laughs> She goes to Bobby's to get her things. She's not going to work there anymore. Notice she needed... This is crazy. ...her to get mad, go to an abandoned warehouse, and rage dance. That would have improved <laughs> this movie. <laughs> she leaves it in That would have made warehouse. sense. She should have went to the steel mill and rage danced. Mm-hmm. That would have made sense in this. With an a lot torch. more than it did in Footloose. <laughs> it, it, it did in Footloose-ish. While she is getting her things, Margot talks to her. Margot is... Kind of the old jaded bitchy one that's not close with the other girls. The other girls all went and worked out together. Margot does not hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they don't want to hang out with Margot. <laughs> this takes a weird turn. Fast. And she's like, I thought nothing ever got you down. And then she tells her about how excited she was when she started performing at 17. And how she spent all her money on costumes and loved it so much. And then one day she just stopped buying them. And eventually she stopped wearing them. And then she doesn't even know why. But what the hell? It's showtime. <laughs> and she goes on stage. She's it's like, weird. maybe I'll show them to you sometime. Yeah, it is this weird, depressing conversation that seems to come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It shows that this is a girl who was in a similar situation but didn't go for it, and this is how she ended up. So this is where Alice gets the courage to go, yes, I've got to take a shot at it because I don't want to end up like her. It's like but we didn't Luke... need this because Hannah's death should have no. been the catalyst to make her go. It's like when Luke cuts Vader's hand off. And then sees his hand is robotic, too. Okay. Then she goes to yeah. confession and cries. We're both making him so angry. Right <laughs> After going to confession and crying, she goes to the audition. Yeah, confession again. For no reason. <laughs> this fucking dude says nothing. She's crying at him. Please help me. He's like... So she leaves that and then he goes, that odd. bitch was back again crying. Yeah. He's like, man, bend over, little kid. Wait, what? <laughs> she puts a record on. It is the Oscar-winning song written for this movie. She falls in, almost immediately, asks to start again, and then kills it. One of the judges is clapping before she has even finished. They're so into it. Yeah. <laughs> what a no one has ever been more into a dance routine than these judges That's are not into true. a dance the only, That's not true. The, the judges only... in Cold Hearted Snake by Paula Abdul were way into that. Oh, that's And true. the crowd in Ninja Turtles, too. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> well, that was when the, the ninja rap. That was the ninja rap. T U R T L E power. That one. No, that was Big Charles one. Vanilla Ice shows up in the Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. That one. Okay. Have you ever seen Ninja Get Down? No. I mean, that's what happens when a bunch of turtles end up in a Vanilla Ice concert. Everybody knows that. Oh, Ninja. Man. Ninja. I was Rat. trying to see who that judge was because she has a fun name. It's like Lori B. Pippin or something. It's flipping. <laughs> flipping? It's something flipping because I was like, I've seen that chick somewhere before. But she's, she's got a lot yeah, of she's small She's done a parts. lot of small parts. But I thought her name was hilarious. I'm flipping mm-hmm. for Pippin. Anyways. Um, oh, here it is. Lucy Lee Flippin. <laughs> it's a fun name. Anyways, um, she leaves. She's ecstatic because she did a great job, and they all seemed really into it. Nick's out there waiting for her with roses, and Grunt, who now has a bow around his neck, they kiss, and she gives Nick back one of the roses. The end. This is a weird end. And I said, that's really? it? <laughs> Wait, what? Tony was like, so she got in? I was like, actually, we don't know. I thought it was going <laughs> to be the Flash Gordon ending with the question mark. The end? I have to assume like, from how into it the judges were that either... There, she got the ju- she got in, or one of those judges is now dating Because because you know what you do is you do this little stupid Kramer versus Kramer ending, and then when the credits are going, you have a quick thing of her lacing up her foot yeah. in a slipper, and that's all we needed. She yeah. got it, yay! Yeah, not hug the puppy dog with the why is, why does the dog have a ribbon? It's her dog. <laughs> you didn't get this for me. They're celebrating that she did. She she went because they don't even know how she did. And then he's standing there holding the bouquet of flowers. And then as she gets closer, he puts it behind his back for a minute, as if she didn't just see. He's it. like, she's he's not like, blind. <laughs> he's like, look, I really need to sleep with this girl one more time. So <laughs> what I need is for you guys to not be into it at first. And then towards the end, act like you're really into it before we automatically give it to her because I gave you a hundred bucks. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Letting the stripper in my dance company is going to be about two grand. Who you fire her after I'm done with her? Wow. 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 All right, Tony. It was what the did 80s. you think of this movie? My favorite character was Grunt. <laughs> my least favorite character was a tie between Johnny C and Richie Blazik. We know his whole name because he kept saying it. My favorite line is actually from Johnny C. <laughs> was when Richard Richie Blazik comes back to the Halloween party and he's wearing an alligator outfit and uh, Johnny C takes off with what's her name? Sarah? Yeah, Jeannie. Jeannie. He goes he goes uh, see you around Izod because he's like a like the t-shirt mm-hmm. or the shirt. Um, my favorite scene is Jeannie's fail. I like that. I like the small twist thing where her dad's a piece of shit yelling at her. Not really. But then when her when he sees his daughter fall, he's there for her and comment, you know, comforting mm-hmm. her and stuff. I was like, that's cool. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is her Blade Warehouse hideout that she lives in. Um, oh, maybe this movie. I, I expected to hate this movie, but it, there was a couple of scenes I was like, okay. I don't know why it made $90 million, except that it's a girl Rocky Girl movie, but... Um, well, I don't even think it's that. one of the reasons it made so much money is the music videos came out on the Oh, that's right, that's right, you told me that. <laughs> ah, MTV did it. Okay. Yes. So, so, a younger demographic went and saw the movie because they liked the music yeah, videos on MTV. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. But, yeah, I'll make that, I'm sorry. She will cut but, uh, you like a... Sorry. All right, John, what do you think? Oh, um... <coughs> My favorite character is, um, uh, wow. 
It's Grunt, the dog. <laughs> uh, I didn't really like any of the characters like as a good person. She's terrible. Heels He's is terrible. pretty cool. Heels. Heels That's is the, the black, black dancer. dancer Her name Robbie's. is Heels. Oh, oh, oh. Heels. And she, in fact, wears a necklace that says Heels. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which well, I'm going to go with Heels. Which I love. All right. Heels is my favorite character. My least favorite She's char- the one when they were working out. She was like, just That's call right. him. I remember, I remember now. <laughs> But she doesn't do much. Oh, oh we, we didn't... forgot to talk about the strobe dance and oh, the, was... the man eater dance. I said yay seizures in my, my notes. I, my... I even talked about I guess Going... I just skipped that part. I haven't We must have watching. been on a tangent. It didn't seem like it was her. It seemed like it was one of the other. I couldn't tell. But I, had, was to, very... I had to be like, <laughs> I couldn't watch it. It was very hard to tell. John's like, no, that's her. And I'm like, I guess it is her. I don't know if it was or but... not. Anyways. Go ahead, babe. We interrupted you. The man-eater dance, too. That's a lot of glitter. We did want to say that. I'm sorry. My least favorite character is Alex. Because wrong decisions the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wins in the end. My favorite tertiary object is a phone booth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the record player? No. Phone booth. <laughs> Going with it. Um, my favorite scene is the end dance scene. Because, sure. And Because how many different people... Our body doubling for her, that's it's like three. <laughs> mm-hmm. and my, yeah, and my favorite line is, I was so poor, I had hand me down lunches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good one. That's her. He used to steal hubcaps with Johnny C. Um, is that everything? Yes. God, I hope so. Well, I mean, oh. uh, I can't, no, I don't like this. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I thought I had seen this and I didn't remember a lot of it. I'm like, this is not good. It was just <laughs> bad, like. The people are bad. <laughs> bad people. Bad, bad people. All right, Elaine. First of all. Six naked girls all the time. Going on a manhunt <laughs> was my favorite of the musical I mean, numbers. It's delightful. It's ridiculous. She does a great use of that wall. No. <laughs> she does. She's so covered in glitter, her body is gray. <laughs> that's never coming off. At the end, she just collapses like a puppet. Uh-huh. Yeah, very it's, very it's dangerous is gonna have glitter on all on his body. Parts Bananas. Mm-hmm. Well, that was it. Well, that was the Alex, other girl, that but that was, was oh, that was Patty. Sorry. Who wanted um, him to call? He probably yes. got her next. Um, that was bananas. Uh, Wait, my favorite character is Grunt the dog. <laughs> my least favorite character is Alex. God, she's so terrible. Uh, my favorite tertiary <laughs> object is the traffic cop. Uh-huh. I think it's delightful that he was a real traffic cop that was a well-known local figure. Uh-huh. Uh, my favorite scene is when they go to the gym because it's, to quote Carly, bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. And you're just like, and then you see how much weight they're, they look like they're working so hard. And then you see the amount of weight they're lifting and you're like, but you're in really good shape. It should surely be heavier than that. <laughs> they're like, but it's we have to pounds. do this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all dancers, and they all do look muscular and in pretty good shape. It's crazy. Um, My favorite line is from the ice skating scene when the dad says afterwards, he says, I love you more than I've loved anything in my whole life, Mm. which is very sweet. And then he says, oh, what the hell? You bounce pretty good, and they laugh. (laughs) My least favorite line... Oh, least favorite line... ...is when... Nick says, you didn't have to break my window. And she says, I did it because you pissed me off. But he didn't. Well, no fucking shit. 
Obviously, it's so wooden and so horrific. It's my least. I wrote it down because I was like, that is the worst. You misunderstood what happened. It's your fault. Um, Yeah. I have to work off one hundred and forty dollars from that. I think this movie is a iconic movie of its time. Like the music and the music numbers are wonderful, and the fashion did is still relevant. Uh But the plot is almost non-existent. (laughs) The acting is horrific. Don't watch this. Watch the music videos. I, I nay this. It's so irritating and infuriating. Bad people. I know. Just watch clips of it and you'll be happier for the rest of your... Okay. All right. My fair character is Mr. Mobby, the owner of the bar. Yeah, he's pretty good. I thought mm. he was very supportive of all of them. I thought he cared about them. And I mean, he runs this bar where he lets them do whatever the fuck they want on stage. But don't, and, but don't say there's roaches in yeah. the in the hamburgers. But I thought he was just a good dude. Yeah. My least favorite character was Johnny C because I don't think he would run a bar the same way. Uh, no. <laughs> and I do think he was gonna rape her. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene is all the dances at Mobby's except the strobe light one. Because they're yeah. not what you're expecting. <laughs> it seemed like maybe it was some kind of commentary on TV. I don't know, but it was painful to watch. The rest of yeah, them I loved. My favorite tertiary object is the warehouse that she lives in. Mm. I don't that like that's just something that I thought was cool the first time I saw this movie, and I still think it's cool. And I'm never gonna live in a warehouse, and I wouldn't want to. But there's just something like it romanticized it for me, yeah. or something, and it's just in my brain. That's another eighties. <laughs> another eighties thing is people having places that they live that are just really oddball. Either they're way too big for somebody that works in a mailroom, or they're just some kind of weird firehouse. This used to be a lighthouse. What? I also really like. Even just like converted buildings where there's the exposed brick or the exposed pipes. There's just something yeah. about it. Uh, so Carly secretly loved industrial architecture. Ah, perhaps. But it probably came from this, though. That's why, I don't... She's, that's why she's such a big Ninja Turtle fan. This it, is apparently the only movie Carly's ever seen. <laughs> it might be one of the only movies I have nostalgia for. Uh, my favorite line is when Hannah tells Alex that dreaming is wonderful, but it won't get you closer to what you want. And I will I got the nostalgia. What is the the red rose rose colored glasses? Rose colored glasses. It's terrible. It is terrible, but I love it. <laughs> I'm I like that's it. what we do here. I get it. I like Streets of Fire. <laughs> I like Godzilla '98. Sometimes you know a movie shit, but you it's like it anyway. It's terrible, but it I love it. I find it to be delightful. Like Anyways, Freddy versus Jason. Um. Yeah, Tony wants to go see it. At the Nero. They're playing at the Nero. Um. <laughs> in October, I was like, really. Anyways. It might be fun with an audience. Please find us on Facebook or at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Elaine would love to see an email in the unmovie podcast Always. at gmail.com. Email inbox and you can like, subscribe, share us with your friends and tune in next week. For Elaine's pick. For October, I'm doing 2002's Scooby-Doo. Woo! <laughs> with Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. I have this, gone my entire adult life without seeing. Actually, <laughs> this movie is a brisk hour and twenty six minutes. Whoa! Actually, Sarah Michelle Geller, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, what's his Matthew name? Matthew Lillard and uh, Ultron. What's her name? Hawkeye's wife. Yeah. Oh this Lord. This is quite a cast. Wow, I've managed to avoid this movie for a very long time. 
don't know. I don't no know why. You would have like, got away with the tube once you were snooping Elaine. I had it in my head that it was terrible and I never saw it. So oh, never seen let's it. see if you can defy my preconceived I'm, notions. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's something that I have thought about picking because we've talked about Mal- Matthew Lillard a time or two. <laughs> this is a lot of appearances for Matthew Lillard, by the way. I think this might be all of his appearances. This came out like the year I graduated from high school. It was a big thing. I what? heard about it and I chose not to watch it. Let's see if we haven't done any of Matthew Lillard's movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you made us do 13 Ghosts, so... You didn't like that? I don't think I did. I think you did. <laughs> I think well, you wanted a TV show of it. I... Yeah, no, I think I would watch a TV show of that. Um, Are we still recording? I definitely yep. would not want to go to the 13 Ghosts McDonald's, though. <laughs> of who? Have you seen that meme of the 13 Ghosts McDonald's? There's this McDonald's that looks like the 13 oh, Ghosts Oh, yeah, yeah, house. yeah. Right. 